0: Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Slightly Something Else. I'm Yahtzee Crowshaw, sure? And I'm uh, Nick Coandra. The not animated uh, oh. one. Um, yes. Oh, sorry, I'm a bit <laughs> flustered. I didn't realise we were actually live and you were just playing the ad. I thought you were going to start <laughs> and then play the ad and oh, then no. we would start. But anyway, yes. Since we're all bored of talking about weeb shit, let's talk about the Yakuza games.
1: Yes. Not- as regular
0: viewers, as regular viewers will know... You've been working your way through them, haven't you? I have. I have. Um, uh, So I thought at High Time we had a big old breakdown of how that's been going.
1: Sure. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't cross over from Yasi to everybody else on the channel, I have been checking out the Eastern games industry this year a lot. And uh, I started with like Monster Hunter, uh, and then Yakuza, and then I just played Final Fantasy VII Remake, and now I'm back to Yakuza 5.
0: You know, besides the fact that Yakuza is very, very Japanese and set in a Japanese city and pushes a lot of Japanese culture, I wouldn't say it's representative of Japanese games, generally. Uh,
1: no, probably not really. Not from what I've played.
0: They're kind of their own thing. Their own highly unique thing.
1: Yeah. I'll
0: tell you what my general perception of the series is, that they're very interesting, but you kind of only need to play one of them.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely feeling that. Uh, I have it like somebody in the comments already mentioning not binging those games. So yeah, I kind of made that mistake where I played one, two, and three in a row. Uh, honey Money is saying my audio is too low. I don't know, understand how. Uh, So I've been playing, one. Right. I played one, two, three, took a break. Then I went and played mm. four. And now I'm on five and the, the fatigue has really started to set in really quickly. Yeah. And I've kind of discovered that like the more that they add to it, like the less the farther away they get from Kiru, uh I'm having a harder time sticking with it.
0: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, because in f- that four was the first game where you don't play as Kiryu for most of it. Yeah, until the very end of the game. Yeah, and I think I said in a review once that Kiryu is kind of the tent pole around which the Yakuza games uh <laughs> dance yeah he's he's got like
1: that's what the kind of threw me off was like one two and three like really get deep into his story and then four just kind of shelves it and it feels like and, and part of it's because i was binging it too i'm sure if i had played them years apart like when they originally came out it probably wouldn't have bothered me as much but like the the pace of like the story at four like completely feels like it resets <laughs> mm. And that, though, yeah it's
0: a bit, it's a bit slow going
1: yeah that took that was a bit of a drag to get through that one
0: hmm yes as we're saying side missions are very very important as the chat's saying
1: yeah i i just
0: (laughs) what's your experience with
1: those like do you spend a lot of time i can't imagine you do
0: well i normally wouldn't Mm -hmm. but uh, experience has taught me that the side missions are really where all the fun is to be had in Yakuza games sorry andrew higginbottom called me out on how i pronounced yakuza so now i'm self-conscious Y- Yakuza Yakuza, is that Yuck. it? <laughs> Yakuza? Ye- it's like Yakuza Yakuza Would it be Yakuza? Close I- 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 That is no Chat. <laughs> well, anyway, yes Yeah, so um, uh, initially I just like played through all the stories the story mode as much as I could and like tried to avoid the side stuff Yeah, is what I did when I first played Yakuza 4 which was the first one I kind of got into but after I played a few more Yakuza games I started to feel like the main plot of all Yakuza games is kind of the same yes it it, it usually starts with um, someone's accused of murder maybe or some like uh, some innocent person, usually a woman has been caught up in some uh, something that's like dishonoured them somehow Mm -hmm. And the main character steps in because they can't stand to see an innocent being brought down like that. And they gradually sort of worm their way into discovering that this is all part of some massive conspiracy to take over Japan or all of organized crime in Japan by some sinister man in a suit. Who we will have seen at some point in an early cutscene, like sitting in the background somewhere. And at the end of the game, you finally figure out that they were the one who did it. And then you fight them with your shirts off on a roof.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, after Yakuza 2 it's kind of it started becoming a little bit formulaic. Uh, I I liked I know like I I know everybody's like uh favorite Yakuza game is like different from, you know, everybody has their own favorite. Mine so far has been 2 mostly because like it focused so much on your uh, you know, personally and like he had a love interest and everything like that. And mm-hmm. I like I like the it, it it's fun like the, the game often goes from like you're you're in a very close proximity storyline to kiru and then it keeps getting expanded and expanded and expanded to like you know world altering you know events in the yakuza universe kind of thing hmm. and I, I don't know it kind of loses luster after like you you when you start seeing the formula after like four games it kind of loses luster a little bit uh but yes. the chat, chat is mentioning i haven't played zero yet this is true uh, i'm going to go back to it <coughs> um but it, it's like, the the more i played, like the more bloated the storylines get, and I felt like it was a lot better when everything was condensed and personal, and then you get all these different names you gotta remember, and I just get lost.
0: Yeah. It certainly gets bloaty. Mm-hmm. As I said, Kiryu is kind of the center of it. Yep. But you know, part of the fun of the games is doing the side stuff with Kiryu. Because you got the main plot that establishes Kiryu as this like stone-cold badass, like... Piece of wood face man mm-hmm. um who doesn't take any shit and stands up for what's right. So the contrast of that and then the things you do in the side quests is like half the fun. Yeah. And then you got serious faced Kazmakiri who makes like high ranking yakuzas piss themselves with just a single stare, is like having to face down a chicken on a desk. <laughs> and figure out what he's going to do with this chicken and what this chicken will mean for his future. Mm-hmm. There's a bit in Yakuza 6 where he has to dress up in a mascot costume and amuse some kids. <laughs> and the whole reason why that thing is, like, hilarious, that whole sequence is hilarious because it's Kazuma Kiryu in there. Yeah, It wouldn't work if they hadn't established him so well as the badass that he is in the main plot. So while the main plot is kind of samey and kind of dreary and kind of bloaty, you kind of need it for the full effect
1: yeah and that's i'd probably need to five is probably a good time for me to shift my playstyle a little bit and go and explore some more of the side stuff because i really have yeah. just mainlined the story so i finished each one in like 15 to 20 hours and
0: there's I, always a few side stories that are good for a laugh
1: yeah well and I, I can't i think jack and i were talking about it on the escapist show like side quests the thing i like that they did with um kiyoami 2 is that like in a lot of the Yakuza games, like three, three, four, and and Kiwami one, like to go do the side missions, you have to kind of like really go out of your way to go do them. And yeah, they're Kiyoami hard, they're hard two, to find in some of them. Sometimes yeah. they just
0: they don't even like in some of the games. I don't think they even indicated who to no. talk to to get the side quest
1: going. No, and then uh in kiwami two the the remake, uh a lot of the side mission stuff would just run up to you and drag you off in a different direction to go do something. And I kind of liked that. It felt a lot more organic mm. than having to mm. go do a checklist of side missions because that that and that's just part of our job where you know you you have to play so many different games and you're trying to keep up and it's like well if i see a checklist of things they want me to do that i don't want to do it
0: yeah yeah i find that with a lot of games i I hate games where you've got like a hub city Mm -hmm. and there's like 10 different quest givers (laughs) and they all give you one quest and then you go out into the world complete all the quests and come back to the hub city and hand them all in yeah i think um Dead Island did that. That kind of turned me off, just to name one. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, that's a, k- such a common design thing now, like, especially, uh, I'm sure that's a huge reason why you hate the live service games, because you got to come back to the stupid hub area. I yes, I, I fell yes. off of, uh, like, I like the Ghost Recon series, and I fell off a breakpoint immediately, because, like, the, you start the game, then you go to the hub area, and I was like, nope, I, I nope, I don't want to do it. I know how this is going to look.
0: Yes, <laughs> I much prefer the Red Dead Redemption sort of approach, where the side quests just sort of happen to you. Yeah. You just sort of stumble into them. And that's on paper how you're supposed to do the side missions in Yakuza games. Mm -hmm. But as I say, they are quite hard to find. Sometimes, like, they'll just be like a section where, to get to the next main plot, it's like, go to this place that's two streets away. Yeah. But you don't know that at this point you're supposed to, like, explore the whole city and find uh, three more side quests that are only available at this point. So I think...
1: That's actually an interesting thing about Yakuza that I'm curious to get your thoughts on. They've, like, reused the same city
0: four different yep. times. Every single into, one. Yeah. How do you feel Every about single, that? You know what? After a while, it's sort of comforting to come back to That's good old camera, Camaracho. You know where everything is. You yep. want to see how it's developed since the last one? Yep. Yeah, I, I was... I was. Like, you want to stand in front of the Don Quixote and listen to the <laughs> yeah. listen to the musical jingle? Yeah, I've never like
1: I I had never really paid much attention to Yakuza series until I started it, but I was actually uh, to kind of taken back that you're like in the same location for almost every single game, and it
0: it gives it a real
1: sense of place. I think when you have to keep returning yeah. and like it doesn't, you know, you're just not exploring some far off land because you can.
0: I at, struggle to think of any other series that does that. I mean, look there, at like probably. something like Zelda or Mario. Yeah, every time like. Hyrule is laid out completely differently, or the Mushroom Kingdom is laid out completely differently.
1: Breath of the the Wild 2 sounds like it might do that. You know, now that they're just adding on top of the world that they already had, which Yakuza sort of does. Yeah. Because, like, I I think Yakuza 4 adds, like, the whole underground section, which I don't remember. I don't think it was in 3. They never had you go down there for anything. The whole sewer underworld, sewer underworld.
0: Yeah, they start introducing like the <laughs> the homeless city. Yeah, yeah, which um, is a big part of Akiyama's story. I must say, like Kiyu's like obviously the best character, but I think I, I really like Akiyama, mm-hmm. who was introduced in Four as well.
1: Yeah, he had a really interesting plotline in Four,
0: especially. I Four was like the, the I've I've had the hardest times
1: sticking with four just because I thought like the first Akiyama's plotline was interesting and then the other mm. two I wasn't really invested in Uh uh Seijima Seijima however you say his name the,
0: yeah Seijima and the other one who no one remembers the the, the cop I yeah. kept thinking the whole time that the cop was the guy from Judgment yeah the <laughs> cop I think is the one character who never comes back in anything else mm-hmm. Akiyama's back in like a bunch of the next few Seijima comes back because he's like becomes the the next like chairman of the clan i think yeah so yeah akiyama sticks out because you know he's a different flavor of cool yeah well his, his not- backstory
1: is cool i mean he literally just picked up the money off the street and became a <laughs> yeah yeah billions of yen <laughs> i, I, I like the, the message of his story too Is like i'll give you i'll give you this money and i expect nothing back from it other than you know, like you live out your dream kind of thing <laughs>
0: That's one of the things I like about uh, Yakuza as a, as a whole is that it's, the protagonists are generally cool, mm-hmm. but they're all cool in different ways. Mm-hmm. Kazuma is cool because he's, you know, a rock in a stream. He's a hard man. But Akiyama feels like more suave and sort of free-flowing and going with things and uh, manipulating the things in little ways mm-hmm. while being able to pull out the karate kicks yeah whenever necessary
1: I do like like the stories all have all have like a message of humanity in them which
0: i I, yeah. do, I do appreciate that as well actually I think if memory serves akiyama's fighting style only uses kicks
1: yeah it does only use kicks
0: yeah no punches he's too cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of goofy looking but it works yeah so you haven't played seven have you i, ha- like I yeah on. I
1: have not i i think I started it up and i quickly put it down for whatever reason just wasn't the right time yeah Yeah. but yeah i I have five six and zero to work through seven judgment and then lost judgment comes out this year
0: yeah seven i liked it does have a new protagonist which who again is cool in their own way Mm -hmm. they're they're a bit more of a goofball it leans more into the wacky side of yakuza more overtly judgment i I don't I don't think judgment was very good. I think judgment was a misstep. The main character in that I struggle to explain how they're cool <laughs> they that're some like middle-aged dude in like a leather jacket and jeans who goes on dates with high schoolers
1: well that's a ringing endorsement for me to play it soon. is <laughs> uh, well. Hmm.
0: I don't know. I didn't like him as much as Kiyu or Akiyama or um... protagonist of Seven, whose name is a Japanese name that I've forgotten.
1: Uh, yeah, that's somebody put in the chat who it was. Ichiban.
0: Ichiban. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ichiban, because his name is Japanese for number one, and they make like a, a lot of jokes out of that.
1: Yeah. I'm- Looking forward to playing that one just for a different style of gameplay, but also I've heard how grindy it is in the later half of it. I'm like, eh. I
0: did, I did have worries about them switching to turn-based combat, which I guess brings us to the gameplay side of Yakuza games because yep. the combat is also something that's very characteristic to Yakuza games. Yes. and I think it's the thing that it's the thing that sort of draws me into the series, especially from like Yakuza Four. If you start playing Yakuza Four. You'd probably get like bored shitless very quickly. I think that game starts with you're, you play as Akiyama and he's asleep in his office, and then there's like a half hour conversation with someone. Yep. But then you get into some combat, and combat in Yakuza games really does need to be seen to be believed. I, as somebody that's been binging it, I
1: enjoy the combat. I hate the boss fights, absolutely detest them. Oh yes, it makes me dread getting to the boss fight (laughs) because the whole blocking mechanic and and getting through it is beyond frustrating. Yeah, yeah.
0: but you know, taking down a group of street thugs by like swinging a bicycle at them
1: as much as as much as I like Yakuza's combat, I still think Sleeping Dogs did it better.
0: Yeah, more more fluid
1: combat system and
0: uh, you know, like less. I think there's a bit more nuance to Yakuza. You can usually um, get by better if you figure out how to master all the like the special attacks and the special yeah. like heat attacks that all have the little cutscenes attached. Yeah. And there's usually something you can do that just breaks the combat completely. I think it was Yakuza 0, where I discovered if you just run away and then sprint back and flying dropkick the boss over and over again, most of them have absolutely no defense against that. Yeah, I, it just it takes them down instantly.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I I'd probably have a different opinion on the combat in general if I hadn't played like the the remake of Kiwami Two because that combat was really like really punchy and felt really good. And three through five is like obviously older and you know not as not as well designed. I don't think. Uh, you know, but yeah, well that I guess that's I have. My other complaint about the combat is like I, and I'm probably gonna get screamed at for doing this, but like I haven't like, I don't go out of my way to go get all the other extra abilities because I it's a side mission thing. I and I wish it was more just ingrained into the core loop.
0: Because mm. you have to go talk yeah to the
1: three and four. You have to go talk to the the old man I think to get your oh. abilities unlocked, and it's like an extra thing I have to remember to go even do.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to uh, discover
1: yeah everything kind of feels like gated, like all these abilities I need to feel gated off by like arbitrary things to slow the game down and I don't like that
0: they tend to be such roller coasters mm-hmm. of pace yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got the very slow dialogue and then suddenly it's a fight and they're for things like in disco lights and funky music's playing and everyone's like whacking each other left and right with traffic cones and then you do a mission where you dress up in a mascot costume and move some children. Yeah, you really. Uh, it, it's like it's such a it's
1: such a shift in tone. If you go, I, I think that's why I stay away from the side missions because, like the whole like you said before, like the whole main plot is pretty serious in tone and dark and gritty, like crime crime mob story. And then if you yeah. go do the side missions, it kind of pulls you out of it a little bit when you get into the goofy stuff.
0: Well, it's part of the fun, I think, shifting back and forth between the two tones. Sure. And then usually there'll be like a like one side mechanic that's got more emphasis than anything else yeah. that's really weirdly elaborate and really weirdly easy to miss. Like there's, there'll be a whole baseball management side quest or like yeah. a street gang management side quest or the business management sim in Yakuza 7. Yeah, they had that in
1: four too. Yeah, yeah, a- 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 yeah. Yama's they had the Akiyama's just- club in
0: uh, four, and you can, yeah, because you know, it surprised me when you say you don't do the side stuff because you're missing out on like ninety percent of the experience. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: what, that's what everybody says. I, I, it's yeah. I don't know. I just lately, like, if a game, I just don't want to spend sixty hours with one game. It's just, I don't know. I've, okay. I've been, it might be. It might just. I might be <laughs> inadvertently screwing myself with the the completed games list because I'm trying to finish the games for my list, and then you know not spending enough time in those games to because once I hit credits, like because we were talking about it on stream last week, near yeah, like, yeah. auto near Automata or whatever. I you know I hit the credits and I was like I didn't want to go back and play it again, even though apparently it is a lot different.
0: The the eternal struggle of the game reviewer. Yeah, I, I mean do so you give time to what What do you give time to what's going to get better later who the fuck knows
1: I say that and then I'll go play 100 hours of Rainbow Six Siege so
0: <laughs> well you know there's certain things that are more mentally exhausting than others yeah sometimes like if you don't have the energy to play something like Yakuza that's going to be all over the place there's nothing wrong with just wanting to unwind and play something you're familiar with mm-hmm yeah, I, I really think, I think it's just a mental thing. Like I said
1: earlier, you know, you get that, that checklist of things to complete in a game and mm. it, you know, we're uh, organically delivered side quests and Kiwami Two And, you know, other similar games, like you mentioned, like Red Dead, it's just, I, I feel, I don't mentally, I'm like, oh this just seems interesting. Cause the game's just like throwing it at me. I don't have to go actively look for it, which is a really, mm. probably a really stupid thing to say, but also in our position, like if I, I'm uh I'm going to have to <laughs> go out of my way to find these things. It's, it's kind of a bigger ask, I guess, of the player.
0: I guess it's harder as reviewers to be willing to go with the flow that the game wants to go on. Mm-hmm. Like I was playing um, uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles last night. And it really annoys me how much they insist on you like having to uh, go through the tutorial dialogues before you can... Uh, point out the obvious things, mm. like I'm um, doing the initial uh, tutorial case, and say yes, yes, obviously, <laughs> yeah. yes, that thing there. Can I can I point this out to you? And then like they like, nine lines of dialogue with the main character going, oh wait, what's this? Wait, is there something here? Have I noticed it? Should I should I mention it right now? And you're saying yes, it's that it's that thing. Can I, I want to say this thing? <laughs> Get me out of this. And tutorial. if I will <laughs> But if I weren't reviewing the game or thinking about reviewing it, then I'd probably be more laid back about going along with the game's own pace.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, you, I mean you already said it, like the Yakuza games and pacing is just kind of all over the place. It feels it feels like they they get the the first quarter of the game, the pacing is really good there when they're doing all the setup and exposition and everything. And then mm. the whole middle of the game is like you, you said a roller coaster of dips and lows like you th- think you hit the climax and then nope it's not actually the climax here's the real climax. nope not that either here it is and then the last fourth of the game is like all paced well
0: yes still it, it is a virtually unique experience as a game yeah and it's that crazy pace that makes it interesting
1: how are it how are like yakuza uh, like a dragon side quest
0: well, as I say, like a dragon centralizes the wacky stuff more, mm-hmm. so there's I think there's more of a blur between the main plot and the side stuff. Yeah, for so a lot of for long for a big part of that game, the main plot is you're unemployed and homeless. You must sort of have wacky adventures on your way to sort of claw your way back up the social ladder. Yeah, and they introduce a lot of the side activities through that part of the game. So tonally, tonally, that'll probably work
1: more for me. Because like I said, su- like I said, being yeah. pulled out of the main story where I'm engaged into the, all the side stuff, it just feels like filler that I don't want to deal with, even though it yeah, might you, be good. Yeah.
0: It's a it's a long it's a long road though. Like a like most Japanese games, it seems uh, it has a slow start. Yeah. Like when you start like a dragon, you'll be feeling like it's a lot like Yeah, cause as you've already experienced it. Mm-hmm. But there's a point there's a point in the game like right after like the main character confronts his mentor after he gets out of prison and after that then like he wakes up in a homeless camp and that's where the actual game starts because you're suddenly in a whole different sandbox. Suddenly you're uh, having to like pick up can do- doing the pick up cans mini game to make a living.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. I wonder I wonder why that is with like Japanese game design like why they have such long openings.
0: Yeah, I know. We've talked about this before, like Persona games, like three hours before you get to the first dungeon. Right. And, uh, and, right, and, 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 it's, not, and it's not like the first game
1: in the series either. It's <laughs> No. You know, it's five, six, seven games in and they're still having you do
0: three hour long tutorials. Yeah, I was playing like East last week, which did the same thing. We barely got into it right. in the two hours we had. Can you think of any Japanese games that do kick straight off from the start?
1: I think I think like the latest Pokemon games are better at it. Like I think you were off and on your adventure within thirty minutes. Hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: What about Platinum games? I think Platinum games, as a rule, tend to have fast starts. Bayonetta, yeah, uh, Wonderful One Hundred One. They tend to get straight into it. Yeah. They- In fact, I think it was a I think it was a problem with Wonderful One Hundred One that it sort of. Went, got straight into it and didn't really take time to teach the player how to use its mechanics half the time. Uh, it, it was very easy to get overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of any... I mean, Resident Evil doesn't really have a big tutorial section. No. I think, it, I think it's mostly JRPGs that do that. Even yeah. Because like, I fell off of... Um, I tried and fell off of Bravely Default 2 couple of months ago. <laughs> Jeez, I think that's I, the tutorial's yeah
0: long. Yeah, I started that one as well and I just very quickly <laughs> lost interest. Yep. <laughs> but okay. that's a that's a question, isn't it? Are the Yakuza games JRPGs? Where lies the border between JRPG and next most adjacent genre? I think they're just JRPGs with real time combat. Okay. So it's not like any particular gameplay <laughs> That defines a JRPG is just that it doesn't get started for like two fucking hours. <laughs> chat, like, all.
1: Somebody in chat was like, "Nope," and the next, the very next time I was like, "Yes."
0: <laughs> oh man, man. All right, let's let's put it to the vote. Who says yeah? Because there's a JRPG, and who says it isn't?
1: <laughs> just answer the question: What is a JRPG? What what constitutes a JRPG?
0: Because
1: most man. most people would probably say turn based combat,
0: but then you look at uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake, you look at Yakuza. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, Kingdom Hearts, maybe. There's a lot of Jap- things we call JRPGs that have live-action or pseudo-live-action combat.
1: That's a uh, that's a series that people keep telling me to go to after Yakuza is Kingdom Hearts, because I've never played that either.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I've heard there's huge exposition dumps in those games.
0: Yeah, and it's all like, written with, like, very childish dialogue so it's really obnoxious to get through
1: great that sounds like something i would very much enjoy
0: well i tried it and i hated it (laughs) yeah yeah just just take just play persona 5 take my recommendation mm -hmm. i didn't really like jrpgs and then i played persona 5 and i liked it uh
1: yeah i mean the only other jrpg I've, i've really gotten into was Dragon Quest Eleven in the past ten years? Because the last one I really played was like Pokemon Emerald. That's another
0: game that has slow fucking start.
1: Oh yeah, that that one, that one hides a little bit better. I, just I, I don't know. I thought the story in that one hooked me kind of right away. Hmm. For some reason, it, uh, mostly mostly because it was such like a callback to classic games that it just kind of hit you with the nostalgia.
0: Well, that's the that's the whole that's the whole thing remit Dragon of Dragon yeah. Quest, isn't it? That's all it does, right. That's an interesting question, isn't it? What is a JRPG? I'm, I'm quite uh, flummoxed now. <laughs> I'll, I'll need to do some research. It's your next DevDari video. It's like the question of what is a rogue like or what is a Souls like? Because everything you can think of, there's probably an example that doesn't do that.
1: Yeah, I think, I think the chats mostly agreed that Yakuza is a JRPG. Because you do have... I mean, aside from the real-time combat, you have all the the stat grinding and all that.
0: I don't know. I tend to think of Yakuza as an open-world game, but with the the Japanese attitude of open-world games that you can see in other games like Shenmue and Deadly Premonition. So (laughs) instead of an
1: open-world action RPG, an open-world JRPG?
0: In that you can go anywhere in the open world... But uh, the gameplay tends to be sort of rigidly regimented in ways that Western sandboxes aren't. Uh, yeah, well, they're always, usually... yeah, they're never really truly open. And they usually have some kind of collectible aspect. Like They tend to try to appeal to the 100% completion nutters. Yakuza has that thing where you have to dine in every restaurant and eat every meal, and it keeps track of all the ones you've done. Yeah. Huh. And then. Um,
1: that's funny because, like, the the Japanese RPGs, like, that's part of their core loop is that collect it, collect-a-thon stuff. And yeah. then the Western RPGs, that's all side stuff that you don't even have to do. It's just for an achievement hunter. Hmm. <laughs> just wait till the day JRPGs start in, in putting towers in their games. <laughs> oh, blimey. <laughs> but yeah i don't know I, like that the when i was playing yakuza that, like that was the first thing i thought about was like a, being a jrpg because like you you get pulled out of the world to go into combat it's not just there well kiyoami 2 is a lot i think a lot more designed with western intent than the other yakuza games
0: well actually well, no it's, that's not even
1: true because they just the only difference is it doesn't have a loading screen to go into the combat that's it uh-huh. you're still in a it's not like just freeform combat in the streets yeah,
0: well, that was probably because the technology allowed it yep, at absolutely. that point. Yeah, But there's still like a very clear distinction between being in combat and not being in combat. Yeah, like, There'll be like a, a screen effect, and when you're in a fight, there'll be like a fence around the spot where you're fighting the dudes. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in like GTA, you can just shoot someone whenever you want.
1: Right. Yeah, because that, that's... I, I, a lot of people, like I read online, were comparing like Yakuza to the GTA of Japan. I was like, I'm not seeing that.
0: oh well, I I agree, as I said, that it's like the Japanese style of sandbox. But uh, the is it really even a sandbox? Jap- though? Like Japanese games, they tend to favor, as I say, the sort of strict regimenting of mechanics, whereas Western games like prefer the open, the open uh, free movement and uh, free ability to like go duck into combat whenever you want
1: well and does yakuza really even i mean aside from the stat boosting like how much of yakuza is really an rpg either
0: well now then we get into the attached equally prickly debate over what an rpg is (laughs) yep (laughs) not minecraft to my mind (laughs) i've always felt an rpg is any game where you develop your skills and abilities over time okay if you just have like the same set of abilities from the beginning that's uh not really role-playing but then most games do that now because they've got like skill trees and yeah, I like think every game's but an rpg re- these days but <laughs> whenever but whenever an action game has an rpg i always say that i always refer to that as rpg elements it's an action game yeah. with RPG elements yeah that's how that's how i refer to it as well
1: because like there's no real story choices to make and Yakuza games—it's all very linear and straightforward to the point. Mm-hmm.
0: It might just be like that—you can choose if you if you have the option of how to advance your character.
1: Yeah, that's that's all, that's all I can think of that would make it you know an action RPG. Really,
0: yeah, that would makes well, defines a pure RPG. Is it an RPG if you just develop your and level up and don't get the chance to pick where your point boosts go? because now I'm thinking about it there's a lot of RPGs where you don't get to pick where your point boosts go Persona for example your stat boosts when you level up are random I think
1: well even even like traditional JRPGs you don't pick skill trees or anything like Pokemon they just level up the XP well no that's not true because you pick their their skills that well you get a choice of skills when they hit a certain level so I guess that's
0: not true but Uh, oh damn (laughs) now i'm can, can, now i now i have no idea
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's so confusing <laughs> we, we just went down a real big rabbit hole with that discussion
0: well in a lot of most RPGs, you can choose what weapons and armor to have equipped yeah that's a choice so, so any
1: so anything that has a choice is technically rpg
0: well let's get right down <laughs> to it when a role playing experience is where you're playing a role you are yep. playing um a character you have created and if you have if you have any sort of choice as to that character's like loadout or abilities, then you're role playing as that character, mm-hmm. even if it's just choosing what clothes they're wearing, or choose or if it's full on choosing what stats to boost.
1: Well, role playing a character you created, and role playing a character, and choosing their skills and stats. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: oh, will bugger it! Let's do super chat. <laughs> it's we uh, broke it's the past, brain. <laughs> yeah, it's past thirty minutes. I yep. need to. I need to bully someone. <laughs> Give really, me a second. Just to, bringing him up.
1: I'm gonna have to have Jack do that. Jack do that further discussion with you on that one. I'm sure he has some interesting things to say.
0: All right, get your super chats in, everyone, because this is the time when we read them out. Now is the time. Okay, Andrew Hickenbottom gives five British pounds to see to ask. Did you get frustrated as I did when you don't get to see all the lovely food here you can eat? Final Fantasy XV spoiled us all. Best digital food ever. <laughs> I would argue with that. I think uh, Monster Hunter World has the best digital food eating sequence in any game. But yeah, I remember complaining that the Yakuza has that whole side quest of eating every meal, but you never get to see Kiryu eat the meals. You see if the menu has a photograph of the meal, and then all you see is Kiryu's back as they sit over and eat it.
1: Yakuza Kiwami 2 had the most realistic uh, liquid physics I think I've seen in a game in their cutscenes. Side point.
0: Interesting. What, even more so than that scene in Final Fantasy VII Remake where Cloud Strife is in the bar drinking what looks essentially like a glass of piss? Uh,
1: yeah, no, it's a, it's a scene when uh, Kira's up there talking to a, a big, burly, muscular guy. I forgot his name already. It's like that almost close to the opening of the game. Hmm. That was a fun-ass fighting sequence,
0: too, because you could just throw the people over the railings. <laughs> I'm just going to reiterate, the eating food sequence in Monster Hunter World is great. I, that makes me hungry every time I see it. <laughs> oh, you see all the sizzling meat and the plate and all the all the cooking sequence and all the sloshing flagons. And the way the dude looks so happy when he's eating. Hey, <laughs> King Henry at the banquet table. More like, More of that, games. Uh Slade plays games. Gives ten US dollars to ask a question for Nick. Was there any reason those four ZP episodes weren't uploaded to YouTube? Yard is there any plans for a third book in the Will Save the Galaxy series? Thanks for the great content. Less than three. Uh well uh uh I-
1: I don't think you knew either why the four ZP episodes. No, right. I had
0: no, I had no idea. That was like people, the job of previous staffs of the Escapist.
1: Yeah, the uh, the comment sections on those reuploads have been kind of annoying because they're like, you know, all kind of pissy that they're they're reuploaded. But it's like because people think they've seen them on YouTube before, and they probably have because there's other channels yeah. that have uploaded them. Uh, and then apparently somebody checked the playlist, and th- they were apparently there before. And the the running trend with those games, the three of them, besides the the Prince of Persia one, is that they're all Nintendo, and Nintendo used to be really really strict about anything Nintendo on YouTube. And even though like your those videos are completely original creations, I can't imagine copyright would have hit them, but I'm it's not impossible.
0: GTA Chinatown Wars? Oh, I guess it was on the DS. Yes, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why those would have gotten removed. Hmm. Or why they weren't pissy about every other Nintendo game I've done? No idea. I mean, they're, they're in
1: that they're in that time frame of 2009, 2010, when Nintendo was pretty shitty on YouTube. I do remember those days.
0: And as for the third book in the will Save the Galaxy" series, yes, I am planning to write a third book to complete the trilogy. It's probably going to be the next book I write. I just finished recording the audio book for Existentially Challenged, which is the next book in the Department of Extra-Dimensional Affairs, a sequel to Differently Morphous. So uh, if my voice sounds a bit scratchy and faint, it's because of that. Still like they have
1: you record eight hours in a day, if not more.
0: Well I I'm un, apparently I'm unusual. Every time oh, really? I've uh, done an audiobook my engineer has been astonished at how efficiently I work and how few breaks I take. Hmm. I'm just that good, baby. Yeah, the engineer I w- I had uh, the other day He was saying that he's doing, like, another audiobook recording at the same time, Mm -hmm. and that dude's, like, recording at a rate of, like, 30 pages a day. And meanwhile, I'm recording at a rate of 30 pages per hour. So, yeah, not to brag, but I'm astonishingly good at reading audiobooks. A uh, Scavenger gives five US dollars to, say, are either of you fans of Asian cinema? The tonal swaps are common in martial arts films. They're big fun from a choreography and stunt perspective. I'm not, I don't generally watch much Asian cinema. I, th- I know the sort of thing you mean. I've seen clips. I've seen clips of, like, a very serious historical epic where suddenly someone cuts someone's head off and, like, this really weirdly coloured blood just sprays all over the wall. And it seems completely out of place.
1: Sorry, I'm looking distracted because I just got a $400 bill for something. Yeah, you
0: seemed distracted. Yeah, my
1: my account just warned me I'm below 100, like very below in money because got a $400 bill for something I forgot to unsign up from for the site.
0: Oh dear. Oof. Any thoughts on Asian cinema?
1: uh not a whole lot i will recommend that uh people watch uh the movie called shadow i don't know if you've heard of that one really beautiful cinematography cool martial arts it's really cool
0: go watch it i have i have not seen that uh dev narayan gave us 500 i think indian rupees to say, can't believe I've been watching ZP for almost 14 years. Thanks, Yahtzee, for all the hilarious content. Recently started reading Will Save Galaxy for Food. Liking it so far. P.S. Adventure is Nigh Episode 1 was a lot of fun. We're glad you're liking Adventure is Nigh. That
1: was Episode we- 0. They just recorded Episode 1 yesterday.
0: Oh, oh yes. Yes. We were going to record more, but several things fucked up. We only got an hour in the can, but uh, it was a good hour. So that'll be the next episode coming out when ebbs. September. September? Yep. Oh, man. Take, Keeping them waiting. Well, it's going to Keeping them chomping gonna, at the bits.
1: Uh, Omar, Matt, and Mike are all going to be helping animate it, so...
0: Oh, me <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, there's enough work animating five minutes of zero punctuation. Yep. Animating That's like an hour. hour of it. Yep. <laughs> well, look forward to that. Uh, Slade Plays Games gave us 5 US dollars to say, Nick, just play Persona 5 The Royal, listen to Yahtzee we always know he is right
1: <laughs> I'm still working through Disco Elysium <laughs> yeah. and Yakuza 5 and I can't judge. Death Store
0: just, I've been meaning to restart Death Stranding for weeks now but you know I gotta use my uh, work day to get through what I need to review yeah. uh bulminjo gives two us dollars to say marry me you cynical stud well i'm afraid i'm already married you missed the bark there unless you're talking to nick <laughs> are you up <laughs> no, for it nick i, I, I
1: based on our uh, conversation about live service games i am not cynical enough last week so no
0: not me okay <laughs> John Connor gives five Canadian dollars to say if you had to recommend one Yakuza game to play standalone, which would it be? Ah, that's a good question. What, in your experience with the Yakuza games, would you say is the one to play to get to to just sort of summarize Yakuza as a concept to someone who'd never played them before? Which one would you recommend?
1: Well, I haven't played zero and it seems like the general consensus is that that is the best one to start with. Uh, but if you haven't played Zero and want to try a different one, I would I would say me too. Okay, but then just be careful because going back three, four, and five, if you plan to play those is like stepping too far back in time for game design. <laughs> so. Okay,
0: which one would you sell them to avoid completely? Do you think? Probably three. There you go. I haven't played three actually. I started on four. Uh i don't I don't know i I like three, but the
1: the Okinawa stuff yeah it takes too long to get through it into the real meat of the game. fair enough, chat's saying six, I haven't played six yet great i I'm glad i <laughs> looking forward to that now
0: yeah, six just felt like more of the same to me. oh great, that's <laughs> probably why they they've been trying to reinvent the series ever since, yeah. Uh, Joshua S. gives five US dollars to say, Yahtzee, have you seen the Hornblower TV series? If so, did you like it and how is it compared to the books? I'm looking to pick up the books to read. Yes, I have seen some of the Hornblower TV series and it's fine, I guess. Very representative of the books. Basically just follows the books pretty closely. Mm. And there's a lot more books than TV. So just read the books. Does um, that dude who played Mr. Fantastic in the original Fantastic Four movies that weren't the latest one? You know, the one with uh, Jessica Alba in. The dude who played Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic in those played Hornblower in the old Hornblower TV series. Never Good. I'm glad we- glad you're all coming with me on this. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That guy, you know, gives five US dollars to say, I'm surprised that Yahtzee liked East 9. I thought it would have been too offensively Japanese for him to be anything but repelled by it. Well, I made my case in my zero punctuation review, but just to summarize, you know, there's nothing inherently wrong with being anime or being JRPG. And East 9 is just sort of a non threatening, comfortable place that doesn't throw too much complication or boring, extended dialogues at you. Mm-hmm. it's just a fantasy game where you swing the sword and kill things with the sword it's comfy it's nice <laughs> and there's anime girls with big tits, what do you know? what do you need
1: <laughs>
0: You're know, Yossi's checklist for a good game there you go a tolerable game a game that can <laughs> kill time there you go just be completely non-threatening and some nice pillowy tits to go to sleep on Neal Collins says uh, uh, gives Brit- 499 British pounds to say is Yazi planning to check out Sniper Elite VR for the next VR is it I, I think have uh, I hadn't been planning to although I did dig the VR headset out the other day because I saw uh, Ragnarok finally came out of early access and that's pretty fun
1: Ragnarok
0: Ragnarok it's yeah it's I quite nice like it There's a lot of yeah it's quite intense, but I was looking for a way to get more exercise anyway. Uh, you know what's
1: in uh, VR and I i know you want to play soon? What? Pulsar Lost Colony.
0: Ooh, that thing. I can, yes. We, we can, we can been, play that
1: in VR and make Jack feel bad. We've been meaning <laughs> to try that, haven't we? Yep, I've, I meant to message you guys yesterday to get dates set to play that in Sea of Thieves.
0: Yeah. Because we said before, I'd probably like Sea of Thieves because I like nautical fiction and uh games where you just do a job
1: you might you might have to actually stand up for Polestar lost colony though
0: well all, as i said i have been <laughs> well as i said i have been trying to get more exercise yeah. see what see what what ragnarok is is it's basically guitar hero but we're on a viking longboat with drums oh, oh okay. so you just this like that's kind of interesting hit the drums in time with the music And they use a lot of, like, really intense sort of dwarf rock songs. I didn't know dwarf rock was a thing, but apparently it is. It's, like, rock songs that seem to be coming from fantasy dwarves. So there's lots of songs uh, about mining and beer.
1: If you want a game to work out, to pick up Pistol Whip.
0: Uh, That's the other one I've been trying out, actually. Ah, you like it? I think Ragnarok's the better workout, if that's the thing you want. Because yeah. you, you basically have to constantly swing in the things. Right. To hit the drums. You've tried Beat Saber yep. too, right? Yes. Okay. I think I prefer Ragnarok for its theming, though. Yeah. And its song list. Sure. Beat Saber's full of, you know, young people dance music. You can put in your own music and they're that. I know, but I can't be asked. <laughs> it's just a side quest. Think of it that way. Mm. <laughs> Hang on, just updating. I think we had a few more. uh, Uh, Dog King Where are we? Dog King, yes. Uh, Five US dollars to say, sorry, just came in. Just wanted to say, Yakuza was consistently good until six, then seven fucked things up by changing genres. I'm so mad at Sega. All right, thanks for the hot take. I I happen to think seven was good. I happen to think seven was uh, back to being good after six and Judgment were letdowns. But you do you.
1: Seems like the general consensus online, too.
0: Yes. Oh, man, I keep, we keep getting new ones in. Uh, Scavenger gives $5 to say two things. One, my fave Yakuza cameos are in Project X Zone, where Kazuy- Ka- Kazuya stone-faces his way around M. Bison and Leon Kennedy. Hilarious. There's a lot of, like, um, character X-Zone. crossover game... There's a lot of character crossover games that show up in Japan that don't get exported. I mean, it's sort of an event whenever it happens here. I think it's because Japan has notoriously less stringent copyright laws. You can just put other people's characters in your shit.
1: Hmm. What is is Project X Zone?
0: I have no idea. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a like, um What's that other one? The one that like brings together loads of characters from Shonen Jump. Someone will know.
1: Oh, that Jump Force game? Is that what it was? Yeah, Jump Force. Uh, somehow I fucking knew that. And I don't know anything about those games. <laughs> well, we know. Well, we're video games, people. Yeah. <laughs> To Wasn't it, I remember
0: hearing a story that uh, Kazuya Kiryu was being considered as a guest character for Tekken, I think it was, or one of those games, mm. but uh, the like the the Yakuza property owners rejected it because they didn't like the idea of Kazuya hitting women. Kazuma, rather, not Kazuya. I got confused by that comment. <laughs> Kazuma Kiryu. Mm. Uh, PMS PMS A strip Polito Gives five US dollars To say Where would you Rate the Yakuza Games comedy Versus explicit Comedy games Well I would say Part of the reason Why they're so Effectively funny Is because of Juxtaposition Mm -hmm. Rather than Trying to go All out comedy They also have Serious bits And that's what Makes the funny Even funnier For me
1: Yeah that stuff When it gets Into the weird stuff It really stands out Hmm it's kind of like that that whole uh, thing. And I just played Final Fantasy VII Remake and when you have to dress up uh, what's-his-face as a girl to get into yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. He, he's just not yeah. having it. <laughs> that whole dancing yeah. section. I
0: was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't in the original Final Fantasy VII. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was <laughs> um, Yeah, because when you look at games that are deliberately trying to be full-on comedy games, well, I think of Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, we're and then I really won- quick. And then I want to spit.
1: <laughs>
0: I think there's some we'll Tom already I think there's a few like Japanese like straight comedy games that I think are funny. It's kinda like why Japanese horror works well, because of the sense of cultural distance adds an extra layer to it.
1: Uh I can I don't remember if it's a Japanese movie or not, but the ABCs of Death, have you ever watched that? Nope. Yeah, it's like it's some of the you should probably you should probably check that one out yeah i think you would actually be interested by it so basically like every they go through the entire alphabet and every it's like a bunch of short films of like weird how people die in weird ways
0: <laughs> Yeah. anko pro says what about saints row i think again a lot of the funny bits in there come from the deadpan way it's delivered i'm a big fan of deadpan i'm british uh, scavenger again gives five US dollars to say Second, will we get a game festival soon? I saw the trailer for Lost in Random Loving the Burton visuals and the script by Ryan North of Dinosaur Comics I uh, Hadn't heard of that, but we are having Like an indie game showcase soon, aren't we? Yep, September 20th
1: and Lining up about 70 games Again
0: Oh blimey Look forward to that uh, Mappy 1964 gives five U.S. dollars to say. Yeah, I have to ask. Now that you have lived on three different continents, which country has the worst drivers? The U.S. hands down. Yeah, or it might just be Los Angeles bringing the average down.
1: Uh,
0: n- Every time I've had to like be in a car going through Los Angeles, I have feared for my life.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I just take Ubers downtown in Kansas City because the drivers here are dumb. Yeah, <laughs> nobody like. We're- we're not in that dense of a city and people still don't know how to zipper merge or anything. So,
0: yeah. I think also I think the driving test in America is easier. I took my driving test in Britain when I was a teenager and I never passed it, but I passed it the first time when I was doing it in America. Yeah. You didn't uh... even they didn't even make me try to do a parallel park. I think that was part of why I failed the British one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They don't have you do a parallel park here. Yeah, they definitely huh? should, uh, especially live in the city areas. I well, that's part of part of the reason I don't go downtown with my car because I'm not very good at that.
0: <laughs> yeah, cultural personal responsibility. Uh, Dog King gave us five U.S. dollars to say I don't like the genre change. I won't play mainline games anymore, so I'm only playing judgment games. Your loss, asshole. Thanks for the five dollars. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they did say Judgment will be the action-focused series now going forward, and Yakuza is staying turn-based.
0: Fine, whatever works. Yep. Christopher Wiley gives uh, $10 US to say, on the subject of Dragon Quest 11 I've been playing Dragon Quest Eight and would highly recommend it. All right, then.
1: I, yeah, I just can't add any more games to my backlog right now. It's <laughs> That was my... Uh, I mean, I tried to get them all caught up before the end of this month, and that has not happened, and as our review list would seem, it seems the end of the summer drought is here.
0: Oh, scavenger, why are you picking on me for the way I pronounce Los Angeles? That's how you pronounce it. Isn't it? How do you say Los Angeles? Los Angeles? Los Angeles, Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah, is that just an accent thing? I don't know. I'm in the Midwest. You don't know how to say well. Anything. I didn't know that,
1: but bite, I I didn't know bidet was I. I, I was saying bite it because I had never heard it. It's B Day. <laughs> bidet. It's <laughs> it's bidet. Yeah. Yeah, we got a uh, honey money in chat and others telling me to take French courses.
0: Ah, le français, s'il vous plaît. I was trying to, like, brush up on my French and Duolingo, but I stopped after a while because I realized I have no absolutely no need to speak French in daily life. Yeah. That's kind of the best way to learn a language. By not speaking it in daily life? By having some reason to need it in daily life. Oh, yeah. The, well,
1: stream chats will do that for you because I'll make fun of you every time you mess up. But now now I do it on purpose, though, because, like, champagne, I'll say champagne Champagan. <laughs> champagen, champagen. champagen.
0: champagen. I studied German at the school as well, and now I can't um, I can't say Volkswagen normally. I have to say Volkswagen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a Spanish. I learned some Spanish. And my teacher really did not like
0: me, so I stopped <laughs> learning Spanish. <laughs> hmm. uh, Joshua S gives five dollars to say, "Here's a few more dollars, so Nick can pay that bill and keep the lights on."
1: <laughs> They're getting a call from me after this to give my oh, money like.
0: back. And uh, I guess this will be the last one, so no more Super Chats yes, after I mean this. Oh, blimey. How ominous. Dog King, one last time, gives 10 US dollars to say, one of my least favourite things about this series is the weird rules for main characters they shove in. Can't fight women and can't have ever murdered, so they retcon when they have totally murdered. Yeah, that is a bit weird, isn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, I it's, mean, spoilers uh, for Yakuza 3, but, like, Pretty sure he the way he fought people in that bar, Sejima, would he would have definitely killed some people?
0: Well, it seems it seems difficult to uh kill people in the, end of the series, I yeah,
1: know. Uh, well, no, uh, only killing the bad guys because then you would leave the gun on the ground by the bad guy and they always kill his yeah. friends. Four, no four, four get... was like, I love that. Four, like, spoiler for anybody watching, but four plays on that and is like, Ha, just kidding, we know we did this too much,
0: <laughs> yeah. You can only get killed if you're shot in Yakuza games. That's yeah. the only way. And even then, only maybe.
1: <laughs> Yakuza double stomping on your face isn't enough to kill yeah.
0: you. No one, no one dies from blunt force trauma. Yeah, Chet, I mean, nothing even enters your body.
1: Chet's mentioning uh, the rubber bullets. Oh, I know they're rubber bullets, but I mean, like, he still shot them between the eyes with a rubber bullet. That would still probably kill you. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> Especially at close range within the bar. Yeah, by <laughs> that one.
0: Did you ever read, like, the uh, the old Hitman comic series uh, by Garth Ennis? No. There's a sequence in that where he, like, he chucks a grenade into uh, the trunk of a car <laughs> with two people in and then shuts the lid. And then, t- and then, like, in monologue, he goes, it's all right, it's a... St- <laughs> yeah. A stun grenade in, like, that close quarters will probably liquidise your organs.
1: <laughs> and in a car.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, that's all the Super Chats. Thanks, everybody. I guess we're done talking about the Axis series. So here's my dog doing a funky dance. (laughs) Thanks for watching Slightly Something Else, everyone. And thanks for all these Super Chats. It helps us pay our unexpected $400 bills when (laughs) they come up. It's not even a a bill towards the side.
1: It's a personal bill this time. Uh,
0: Oh, well. Yep. You're adulting. Just think that's of it right. like that. You're adulting. Now i got to go and adult my dog around the park. If, if that's what adulting
1: is, I don't want to be around for it. <laughs> adulting
0: right. is bills and walking the dog. Bills,
1: walking the dog, picking up dog shit, eating dinner, and then going back to bed.
0: Yeah. Don't get those confused. <laughs> don't pick up dinner and eat the dog shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright everybody thanks for your time and uh, I guess uh, Jack and Yahtzee will be back next week to to decipher what a JRPG is
0: (laughs) oh Christ (laughs) bye bye